Welcome back, everybody, to the Stark Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in full spoiler details. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. Or you can just watch the trailers, right? I mean, that's Episode? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the trailers. That's good. That's funny. <laughs> I see what you did there. The trailers um, would have shown most of the movie. Yeah, Ooh, we, we, yeah you just watch the trailers. Um, and I'm joined by a guy with very big pizza balls. It's Tommy Pizzullo. Tommy, how are you? I'm doing great over here. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I guess I turn it back to you, Michael. Are you really happy? Are you oh, happy? This is like those TikToks, the guy that like goes to people on the street, like, are you happy? And they're all like, yes, I'm very sure of myself. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, now you have to rethink everything. Yeah. Uh, we got a guest here today. Um, Tommy, like the big leagues, right? Big, big, big reality star. Um, we had to pull him from a different universe. We had to bring him in. <laughs> Get out of here. It is, it is Alex Bazaar from season four of The Circle and the co-host of the Two Dudes Watch Cartoons podcast. Alex, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing well. I have just one word for both of you. Run. <laughs> oh, yeah. That Okay, that landed like I wanted, actually. I'm glad. No, thank you guys for having me. Um, excited to be doing this. I was um, very pleasantly surprised with this movie. So I'm excited to talk about it and uh, dive into everything with you guys. Because Doctor Strange is one that's always kind of hit or miss for me. I wouldn't say I was crazy about his first movie. But uh, this one, uh, this one uh, did it for me. So, like I said, it, I'm excited. <laughs> I feel like no matter what you thought of the movie, you're gonna have a lot of things to say. Um, yeah. that's just a wild movie. Really yes. weird. Um, I, I would probably say that this movie was a bit more of a letdown. But Tommy, like I said, with the Moon Knight finale, my I, I'm not being a hater. I'm, I'm putting the hater days behind me. I've got a lot of positive things to say about this. Um, I think we have an incredible villain. I think we had some incredible cameos, some outstanding fight scenes. Things were scary. Like, I have a lot of positive things to say. So, Tommy, what initial reactions here? What do you think? Yeah, I really liked it. And I, I do think, you know, I'll get out here. I do think a part of that is because I knew nothing. I sent both of you my thoughts before, and I was wrong almost on everything because I didn't know anything. I thought Loki was in the film, guys. That's how out of the, <laughs> that's how out of the loop I was on this. Uh Forgot American Chavez was in this. I was like, oh, yeah. I did get told that way earlier and completely <laughs> forgot this. So I think that did, like, I want to watch it again because I feel like I had those shock values. And so it made me enjoy the film so much more. Uh, some of the things that I do think some of the Rainyisms, either you love it or you hate it. It gets a little <gasps> cheesy sometimes when Sam does this thing. When Doctor Strange jumps off the balcony at the wedding into his cape and into his costume, you, you're telling me that wasn't the most exciting thing you've ever seen in your life? Oh, that I loved. It's the Sam Raimi, like, let <laughs> That's me like such it. a Sam Raimi move. I can picture yeah. Tobey Maguire doing that exact same move. Like, that was, uh, I personally loved them. It took me back to a simpler time. <laughs> no, and I love that. It's the cheesy line. Sometimes he loves <laughs> oh my those, like, cheesy lines and, and stare at a door for 10 minutes. Like, all right, we get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, my favorite cheesy line is when they finally get to the book of Ashanti and Dr. Strange steps up to the book and he goes, all right, book. <laughs> like that like well, yeah. <laughs> that's it that's the big line yeah you're, and you're yeah. talking to the book first of all there but besides all that yeah i really loved the film i'm like kind of the opposite over a rear like where i was pleasantly surprised and while i have some negative things to say about the film 
I would say overall, I was very uh, positive on this. I, I enjoyed this experience as a whole. I would say some of the dialogue, not all of it. I, I hear people trashing the script, and I would argue only some of the dialogue was was not great. I think most of it actually was really solid. And so it's a shame that there are some, you know, some pretty cheesy or some rushed parts, but and that's like tainting people's experience. But I don't think one or two things should like ruin the whole movie as a whole because this thing did so many things right, in my opinion. Yeah, for every all right book we get a good, then you will have somebody to raise your kids. You know, like there's so many cool lines in this. So I know I'm totally on board with that. And I'd rather have a movie take risk, take shots, like do yeah. things I thought we would never see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Marvel before, and like even if it doesn't hit completely, man, they're going places and they're 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 shooting for the stars on some of this stuff, and it it worked for me in a lot of these areas. That's what I want to see. I want an era where I remember Marvel movies like Captain America was like a war slash spy thriller thing. Like Tony was like kind of like a like they had stylistic movies. And I feel like over the years they have really morphed into one style of movie. And this one took me back to it's the same thing I touted about Eternals. It was fresh. It was unique. I was like, I love this. I don't understand how anyone can hate this. I'm on a similar boat with this. I'm like, this was so unique and fresh. Like, is this not what you guys want from Marvel? Like, this is like how Marvel's going to survive for the longevity of it all. If Granted, I mean, they're, they're already doing that. Like, who am I kidding? But this is how they like really will stand out. Like, not to harp on Eternals, but like Chloe Zhao's an academy, like a best, a director, award-winning director. And people were like, yeah, that movie stunk. It's like, no, it didn't. Same with this. Like, this movie was not perfect by any means, but it was damn good. And, and that's a, I, I was going to bring that up, a, a director up. I think what we're getting into is like director styles are showing in these films now. You know, we said like Sam Raimi shows in this film and, and it's, we need to get out of the form, formula because like we've talked about, it, it's getting old. Like it is drying up and, and I don't need to see it. Like give me a Turtles where it's trying something different. Give me, yes. think about Harry Potter. Right, like Harry Potter movies. If one director directed those, I think it would have got stale after a while. But we got to see different directors come in, you know, put unique takes on on the franchise and and on the stories. And I think that's what's fun about this is we're seeing directors taking Marvel properties and being like, "Hey, I get it. You love the original stuff. Let me try my spin on it. Let me try something a little different." You've already seen that. You've already seen. We've already seen like Wanda go evil. We've seen all this stuff before in the comics. If you want those, go to the comics. Let's try something different. I don't know. That's where I'm at. Let's yeah, see it's a, it's a, as, a, it's a, as a monster. Oh my God. Yes. Like, oh, I loved it. Sorry, go on over here. Jeff Press was jumping up and down in his seat. It's like a monster in a Stop. horror movie. Like, uh, <laughs> she was. No. She was the monster in a horror movie and she was unstoppable. And that's what made her so terrifying. Now, whenever I watch Survivor, I'm just going to think whenever he talks about the monster, it's just Elizabeth just Olsen in the, sh- in the woods. Just. just stomping through. Nothing can stop her. God, so many. Okay, yeah, let's like get into the actual let's movie though, instead of just raving about it. Yeah. It's really unique though. I think that's like the initial thought. It's really unique. There was several points me and Nikki in the theater gasped out loud. Uh, 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 <gasps> like, oh my, I was like, what the? Like, and how many times has a Marvel movie made you gasp out loud like that? Cheer, yeah, like excitement, but like I straight up gasped. Yeah. And I think the last thing of like the movie overall, I just want to, is like, I think what, one of the things that does hurt this film 
is like another movie that deals with like multiverse stuff just came out right before this. And I think that's like, it's hard not to compare this to everything everywhere uh, uh, movie, you know? Like, yeah. And I think that is like, if the, that's like a big criticism I've heard as well. I've seen it done better. It's like, well, it's still good. Like it's trying its own thing. Still good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And I, guys, it's a slippery slope when we just start bat like, Oh, this is too out there or yeah. Like we've been talking about, it's good. Let's, let's this is, this is good stuff for the MCU. We're encouraging change a little bit. So um, we will start to dive into the movie. I have bullet points here. Um, I'm sure I'll skip over things. So uh, if I do, well, if you think of anything, you know what? Me. I want to address what Tommy just said. So this is my hot take on the movie. I'm so sorry. The multiverse of it all was kind of like a B story. Like, it did not play a whole lot into this movie. And to me, I swear to God, it was Kevin Feige being like, hey, you, you have to include the multiverse somehow. And he was like, okay, that's how we'll make it hard for Wanda to get to her. You know what I mean? The It was... It, it was a goddamn horror story. And it was just like, how do we stop Wanda when she is on a war path? And I, I loved all of that. And I love the multiverse stuff that they did, but it really did not like multiverse of madness, different name. It, it, I don't think that was like, <laughs> it almost back to the advertising of it all. It felt almost falsely advertised in that manner. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the part, the, I agree with you. I think the multiverse was like there, but it's also there to, uh, to me, the story was Wanda and Doctor Strange and the, the similarities, yeah. the hypocrisy there. Yeah. Like, I loved that stuff. Like oh, doing that like, whole convo. Oh, so good. I mentioned it in the Moon Knight, and I was kind of hinting to it here of like, I like that we're in the era of like, hey, heroes aren't just heroes, and we just keep giving them like they're good guys. But like, you, just because you have superpowers doesn't make you inherently good in like people's own backstories. Like Wanda believed, like wanted to be a hero, but like. I can mm -hmm. see how she went down this path of like, you know, we saw it in Killmonger, all these other, I love having villains with like, Oh, I understand them. Like I see yeah. it. I understand. But yeah, let's jump in. Okay. So we open here with defender strange and Chavez running <laughs> from this beast that's chasing them. Um, uh, very fascinating visuals here. Um, but uh, basically we get to the point where they're running to the book of Ashanti and um, Chavez ends up getting uh, captured by the beast and uh, strange. And here's the interesting thing about strange because strange is very much almost like on Wanda's side as far as like for the greater good. And I know this isn't the same strange, but like he was down to kill Chavez to get the book, you know? So it's like, uh, uh, and even even back to like uh, Infinity War, right? Like he's the kind of guy who's going to give up the stone, um, even if it's going to hurt everybody. He knows it's going to be better in the long run. Um, so it is interesting because um, it's two different perspectives of what links are you willing to go to to do great things. Um, so with that being said, um, did you guys have any comments on this opening segment? I love that Defender Strange is magic was like ice. That was just such a random detail, never addressed. And I was just kind of like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I think that's to to the movie's point or to the movie's um, benefit. They really focused in on magic and, and making the magic different. It wasn't just like, oh, here, I can do this. It was like, we saw spells from the book. We see freaking like the, the serpents coming out of his hands. Like, oh, I was sick. Yeah. And yeah, I love that. Like, you've got to see specific magic with Defender Strange. And uh, I, I think it's interesting that the theme of like, sacrificing for the greater good is is like there's multiple it's not just strange here like there's multiple people that at certain points are like yeah we should just get rid of chop <laughs> it's not like we should just we should just take our powers away like 
Um, I want to pose this question to you guys because it's interesting, right? The multiverse to me um, is infinite, right? Or at least that's kind of how it's sold to us that like there's infinite possibilities. And um, and maybe maybe I'm wrong on that because some of this tells me otherwise. Um, because what I find interesting is um, they see they meet four different Doctor Stranges, right? Throughout this movie, I believe um, we get the one from the Illuminati universe. We get Defender Strange. We get um, Sinister Strange later on. Um, maybe it was just three, but regular strange and zombie strange. There, yeah, exactly. But but the thing is, every universe he goes into, he is Doctor Strange. And my thing is like, what? Why? Why aren't you going into the universe and Doctor Strange is like a chef? You know, like I feel like uh, like if it's infinite universes, the odds of you landing on somebody so similar to you is pretty slim. That so when they were jumping through all the ones and doing the quick cuts. Those are the ones where, like, one, he's, like, a professional golfer. One, he's, like, a chef, like you said. Those are the ones we don't need to spend time in. We need the ones where he can do magic, buddy. That's a good point. I guess I, I missed I, I missed that. Um, it, that. That was, like, a very, like, visual Plus, scene. Plus, like, story-wise, we need the ones where he can do magic. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, okay. Yeah, and if you believe that, like, Chavez inside was controlling it like you know as as dr strange said it's like he she was specifically taking him to places with a magical dr strange it's a you know i'm filling in the gaps a lot there but, no, <laughs> but like fair. he it wasn't the sorcerer supreme in everyone you know what i mean so there's different things like that it's a it's an epic for sure okay so um yeah so uh chavez this is where she gets thrown into the mcu and we get strange waking up from a dream i thought this was fascinating i want to get you guys' opinion on the dreams and how it is basically like a window into other multiverses and which is fascinating because i would love to go back and like rewatch all of the mcu now and like look at the dreams that mm. have already happened and be like uh were they telling us something here probably not but it's making me question everything like i've had dreams where my mom became a llama so i'm like oh is there another universe where there's like (laughs) with this mama llama like that's that's a thing that's out there um i was interested in in it though i thought it was really nice i thought it was cool it kind of just made sense and like you didn't need to question think about it too much very sam raimi kind of thing if you ask me and i loved when wanda uh, you know strange goes like how do you know your kids are even out there in the multiverse? They weren't real here. And she goes, because I dream about them every night. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> Gosh, and, and that, I mean, we'll get into it. But that, and like the fact that she's the only one that like does. She's like, I've Stop. seen all the other ones. Literally, all the like, other ones have it. It's just her. It's That's like even more tragic. It's like, oh. Her whole thing's tragic. We yeah. could just start listing off tragedy <laughs> after tragedy. Family, brother lover kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> lost it all nothing good for one i get it i get it um <laughs> so we yeah so he wakes up from his dream but he's going to christine's wedding here um which is a dream there's a couple different interactions we get here but i think the big one is they're kind of like talking about their love um i the funniest part of all this for me was that like her husband was a doctor strange super fan like it's such a small little nugget but like yeah. she says it and then later when he jumps off the balcony he's like he's like a giddy like child like i don't know i thought that was so fun um do you think religious folks are gonna be upset that he turned water into wine is that blasphemous that he did that? He made such a joke out of it. I didn't even I, consider. Like, I was ready for pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, I was ready for people like to start that. getting angry. I, 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 we did have someone walk out of our theater mid, but it was because it was a child, and I think they were scared, which we haven't even touched on. This movie was scary, guys. So wait, does this scary. make Jesus an Avenger? Yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah. 
That makes sense. The first yeah. Avenger. <laughs> Screw Captain America. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. The wedding scene was interesting, though, because, like, <laughs> he was... <laughs> That sucks going to like the love of your life's wedding. Like, what a terrible start to the movie. And then he's got like his old coworker like jabbing at him there. Terrible, terrible wedding. Like, I'd be so pissed at this wedding. Yeah, and I was gonna ask, so, like, I don't know if I'd go to an ex's wedding. Like, I, I just like even call. if you it's hard because especially if you became friends after the fact, I just think it's no matter if you become friends, a wedding's gonna reactivate those feelings. Feel. like yeah, at least they are talking so. about it like that's not you should that's not kosher wedding talk for not them to all. be like why don't you love me anymore you yeah just i was like you just watch her get married bro chill <laughs> yeah i did think that was a little low ball by dr that's strange. so strange though that's like such dr strange behavior though he's very he shares a lot of similarities with tony stark in that way like he's like uh like very uh, his his uh I don't even know gravitas. No, uh, bravado. That's the word I'm looking for. Well, and, and this is where I wanted to go. Is to that point. I I think Christine knocks it out of the park of like if you want to know Doctor Strange that line of he wants to be in control of the night. That is mm. to a T, Doctor Strange, and it's to a T, Doctors. I, I think I mentioned yeah. this. I don't know if on this podcast, but at least in, in, I tell people about this stuff. Like doctors are one of those professions, and there's a couple where it's like you have to believe you're fully the best person for the procedure. Otherwise, why are you doing it? There is another mm. Dr. Fetter, so you'll get in your head and you won't perform at the best because you have to. So that's why doctors are usually arrogant because they have to believe they're the best. And Dr. Strange believes he's the best superhero in that same mindset. And he believes that every decision he makes is the best decision. There's no other way because he has to. Otherwise, why is he being a superhero? And I think like once I think of it like that, it's like, oh, he makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Yeah. Thank God Dr. Stan doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Dr. Stan. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and actually what I find interesting is, um, especially in comparison to the Dr. Strange What If episode we get, um, we see the links that he will go to for Christine already. Um, and I find it interesting that I feel like he didn't fight for her as much as he could have throughout this movie. Um, but I think that's part of the character arc. I think that's part of his character arc. He did not... This is one of my complaints of the movie. Doctor Strange did not have a whole lot of plot or like this this movie did not revolve around Doctor Strange for being called Doctor Strange. And his one character arc was like that he can live without Christine. Like that chapter's kind of closed, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I love you in every universe. Amazing line. But like, I have to move on. And it's symbolized by that mid credit scene too. So I think that's his... Yeah, I think that's his character arc. Because other than that, he, homie didn't learn shit. <laughs> yeah, I think this was like a big part of this movie was saying goodbye to Christine and letting him be able to move on. Because like, even though I think they did, this is the one thing I think they did a bad job of setting up their romance. It didn't feel like a. I feel like they wanted it to feel like Pepper and Tony, where it's like we're rooting for them the whole time. It's like they didn't really set it up in the first movie. Then they tried to set it up as much as they could in What If. Like What If was basically just to make us care about Doctor Strange and Christine probably because this movie was coming out. And so it's like, I wish they would have done more of that. I think this movie did a good job of making me care, but you know. I agree. Yeah. This one made me care the most about their relationship. And Nikki, my girlfriend, who is um, very casual, she had only seen WandaVerse before this and Spider-Man, but um, she was rooting for them. She she wanted them to get together in the end and she thought she, they were going to, and she was sad that they didn't. So um, that made me believe, okay, the movie did a good enough of job of making them rootable. You know what I mean? 
Because in the first one, you're right. You don't. They have like very little love interest. It feels like. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this octopus fight, guys, or whatever this yeah. thing is. Um, we get this big one-eyed tentacle monster that comes through. Um, of course, later we find out this is Wanda. But um, yeah, uh, chasing down America Chavez. A lot of cool stuff here. I mean, I think my biggest note is the death. Um, but yeah, I didn't know if you guys had any other thoughts on uh, this well, guy. I guess this is a good time to talk about America Chavez. She is a, a super-powered individual, and her power is she can traverse the multiverse. We've never seen a hero like this. It's you know, it makes me wonder what was she doing before Kang when when he who remains was in control because there was no multiverse for her to jump. But now that it's available and accessible, she just jumps it with her star-shaped portals. Gotta well, love that they differentiated the portals also. Yeah, I wanted to, um, because my read on this was, I agree, like the multiverse wasn't accessible, but I'm starting to feel like now the case was it wasn't accessible to this multiverse or to this universe. Um, more so, uh, Kang opened up the possibility for other multiverses to merge with this one, uh, while other universes were already capable of doing that. I get what you mean. He kind of corralled off this universe by itself, right. while the multiverse was still doing its thing. Yeah, that, yeah. It's Kang's thing. Yeah, I know Feige has talked a little bit. He's like, I, you know, it's how much is re revisionist history? He's like, well, yeah, this is all like, you know, what happened in Loki had to happen because then that made it possible for the spell to go wrong in Spider-Man and then it made it possible for all this. And so he's like, it, there is a pattern. And I'm like, uh, okay, Kevin, I, I see that, I guess. Were you guys bummed there was no Kang cameo or even mention or reference at all? I kind of wanted some, like one of the multiverses they jumped to to be like a war-torn Kang infested one, but we didn't get any of that. Were you guys upset at all about that? I kind of was. Well, that's straight out of Young Avengers. I believe they go to oh. a multiverse where Kang like rules that universe. Um, but no, yeah, I think uh, I'm kind of torn on it because yes, it was like gives me more hope for like that there's a bigger plan. But at the same time, I really like the way they built up Thanos. That there was a lot of time in between seeing okay. him and the post credit scene. And it kind of makes them scarier, kind of like the, the shark in Jaws. Uh, the less you see it, the more afraid That's you true. are. true. I was um, waiting for him, if that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, he's coming. He's going to pop And up. I think the Kang is more with Loki... And I think that's going to come with the Ant-Man side. I feel like there's almost like two multiverse sides. There was the Doctor Strange uh, Wanda side. And this was more focused on that. I think if you bring that in, I think a small taste would have been fine. But I think if you bring it in, it's going to be too much stuff. And I think it would have taken away from the Wanda stuff, the Doctor Strange stuff. But I did. there was a part of me that's like, just a small, you could show us a small little thing of Kang. Give like, me something. Give, give me give something. But He's I mean, up there. <laughs> I, I Guys, I'll get to it at the end. I, have, I think I know where this is going, this movie. I think... I know where where uh, phase four is is heading. Uh, Do you? Because I'm confused at the moment. I would love to get your perspective because I I feel like it's a little disconnected at the moment. Where it, where the Thanos one felt a little more connected. Where it was like new Infinity Stone or like new connection. Like Guardians of the Galaxy had both an Infinity Stone and a connection to Thanos. So maybe you can guide me a little. But so um, I I really like almost every single action scene in this movie whether it's with a horror monster, whether it's with Wanda, person v. person, the action 
and the fight scenes were fantastic in this movie. And this one was like super Sam Raimi. They're like climbing the building and the capes under the rubble. I was like, this reminds me so much of Spider-Man too. Like yeah. so much. Yeah. No, and it was, it was very fun. Uh, it was fun to see Gargantros like the uh, first what if appearance. Cause technically this is a t- another form of the tentacle monster from what if, but uh also, you did I, not need to watch What If to see this. No, movie. no, no. I'll did. be honest. But I will say this is the movie that the most it felt. It felt like you need to watch some of the TV shows. Like I, I rank it as WandaVision one hundred percent. Wanda, you yes. Spider Man second, then yeah. What If would be my ranking of like what you would need to watch going into this. I, I agree, but I think there's a big drop off after one. Agreed, agreed. Uh, but with the octopus creature, what is up with movies in the last couple of years? Loving to stab things in the eye. I, I didn't have an eye phobia before like the last two years. And now I do. Like oh, I'm so man. terrified of this now because it keeps happening. Yeah. No, this, I, I thought it was very disgusting. And again, very Sam Raimi. And uh, I don't know, just that visual of like the lifeless creature falling with an empty eye socket. Like it was very gross, but um, again, it's like they went there, guys. I like it. They went there. It set the, the tenor for what was to come. It really yeah. set the tone. In the pop, there was like a pop with it. I'm like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't like this. Um, I want to talk about this next scene here because this was one that we got in the, the trailer where Doctor Strange is going to go visit Wanda. And um, yeah, she's like, it looks like she's living at this nice, like, I don't know, a cottage or um, vineyard or I don't know. Uh, but it looks like she has a, and in the trailer, obviously, again, it's like sold completely different because we don't see that that is like a fake world. Um, Brazard, I want to get your take on this because um, as somebody who watched the trailers as well, like I had heard things a long time ago about like, ooh, this is Wanda's villain movie. But even watching the trailers, I didn't really get that. Like I knew she was going to be a character in this. I knew that there would be some conflict. Mm-hmm. I did not expect her to be the main villain even going into this. I don't know. Uh, did you get that turn? Well, so yeah, I agree. I had heard that that Wanda was the villain of the movie, but I agree. The trailer didn't show a ton of that. And some of the promotional footage looked like she was fighting with Wong at points. And so while I guess I knew that was happening, this would be one of my complaints of the movie is while this scene was like visually stunning and I thought it was well acted, it, it was like very much like strange went to her for help. And then by the end of the scene, we were like, oh, wait, Wanda's just the villain? Wait, Wanda's already been searching for her? Wait, Wanda, like, it was, like, too quick almost. You know what I mean? It was like a, if Scooby-Doo uh, uh, unveiled the mask in the first act, and they were like, just kidding, I'm the villain all along, and you're not going to be able to stop me. It was dramatic. It was really good. But it was like, blink and you'll miss it, if you know what I mean. I kind of liked the reveal though, because I felt like we did have enough. We had two creatures already and and they, and they kept talking about this demon that was controlling these creatures. And I was like, Ooh, okay. There's like the, uh, okay. Mephisto is the villain here. And that's when it's going to be the reveal or, you know, but I like my, I was never thinking it was Wanda. So when that came out and even she didn't outright say it, but it kind of clicked with me. I was like, she's been controlling those monsters. Like, Holy crap. Like, like she has already been like, and, and her presence while not known was there from the beginning, which I kind of liked. There is a different part. I thought Melfisto. I've got Melfisto. Okay, guys, I said I wouldn't ever get my hopes up again. And there was one part later on in the film where I was like, maybe. <laughs> I got I got let down. But uh, yeah, I think it was it was definitely jarring. And I don't know if that's done on 
Well, I, I know it's done on purpose. I don't know if it hit the way they wanted it to. Like, it mm-hmm. definitely is, like, one of those moments. It's like, they want you to be like, yeah, Wanda's here, great. Honestly, I was just annoyed that she was going to be the good guy. I'm like, are we not talking about Westview? And even Strange was like, yeah, we don't, <laughs> like, it's fine. You're good. You fixed it. I'm like, but. That's so strange, though. He doesn't care. He's a man of the moment. Well, and that's the thing with Strange is he doesn't, he's not really a hero. Like, he really isn't. He's, he, he does things that he believes is best. And, like, Wanda calls him out multiple times in this film of the hypocrisy of him. Oh, I he love is it. such a hypocrite. He does the same things Wanda does, yet she's the villain. Well, I mean, and, let's and, talk about it. He gave Thanos the time stone where Wanda killed the love of her life to destroy the mind stone. Like, the two opposite goddamn approaches. And it wasn't until I thought about that dichotomy where I was like, it makes perfect sense to put these two in a movie like co-starring with each other because like you said multiple she literally was like you hypocrite like and the the classic line of she's like i do it and i become the villain whereas you do it and you're the hero how does that seem fair like those moments made it so good and it, it you're right it, infinity war probably made those moments even more sweeter having watched that but like that was those stuffs were great the character development between the two of them yeah, I think it's a hundred percent why they were both in the film, right? Like, I think yeah. I think they're foils of each other. I think they're very similar. I think they both like even like they both had tragedy, something they wanted to change, and I think that's really compelling. You have like he wanted um, to his like his hands, Christine, all that stuff, and and she has like her kids and vision. And I think like there is a world, you know, a universe out there that maybe they do work together. And, and Doctor Strange is like, yeah, I see your points because they are. You know, even at the end, the thing he does, it's like, how are you yelling at Wanda when you literally use the book too? Yeah. Like, oh, we'll get into it. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's really compelling stuff. And I thought this scene worked really well with like the Apple origin and just like the quick slip of, oh, you didn't save the name. And it was so good. It was a yeah. really good, good jump. I was like, oh no, especially knowing that I definitely didn't know she was the villain. So yeah. I was like, I was like in my seat, like the whole, whoever was sitting next to me besides Rebecca was definitely upset with me during this film. Tommy's just giggling the whole time. Oh yeah. boy, oh boy, oh boy. I was like, oh no. Yeah, there was like yeah. all the times I was like, oh, they're doing it. I'm like, I'm like, they're going here. My theater was very fo- vocal in a fun way. Like we got into it like it was a horror movie, if I'm being honest. There was at one point where Strange like gets behind a door and they're of course being chased by Wanda and they just stop. And I go, run! And my whole theater goes, what are you doing? Like, they joined in. It was so great. I loved it. Yeah, I don't know. My theater wasn't too exciting. I think there was one big pop in the theater. Uh, we'll get to that moment. I think you all know what it is. But Yeah, my um, theater popped too. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about the where Wanda really goes off here. Um, Strange goes back to see Wong and Chavez, and they're discussing uh, what, what happened. And Chavez is like, wait, you told her that I'm here? I was like, oh, yeah. It was funny she called it out. The person you went to go get help from is now the one is the one who's been chasing me all along. He's like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get my last probably complaint out of the way. And then uh, that way we can just focus on the positive. Love Wong. Wong is one of my favorite characters. Wong had two fucking different haircuts in the movie. Wong, <laughs> Wong had a shaved head at one point and longer hair at random. And it was random. It wasn't like it was so bad, guys. I literally oh. was like, oh, my God. I noticed it a couple times and it made me think reshoots, but I was just like, how did, how does that happen? Well, there so are I mean, definitely, there are definitely reshoots for this movie. Uh, it had more. to have been, but I yeah. literally was like, come on. But that's my last complaint. Cause I love Wong and it's nothing against his character. It's editing slash whoever's hair department. I don't know. 
Yeah, I have a different one complaint later on. No, he's on my list. He's on my list. He's I do want to, uh, before we get into this, I did, there was something I missed. Uh, oh, am I going to miss it again? Oh, uh, when the the dreams, Wanda had her dream and, and the use of the WandaVision theme song, which they do later on oh. with a different character. And I love that. I thought that, I think it's uh, Danny, uh, uh, the guy who does Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack, iconic uh, composer. He composes, and he's so good. Danny Hoffman? Is that, oh, I'm not name? sure, but that's amazing. Yeah. I loved when they did the, he's like, I might know someone. And it was like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. So good. I just want to talk about that. But yeah. No, uh, that's great. They're preparing um, for battle. <laughs> they're preparing for battle. This is, this is wild. Um, Wanda goes, and this again, like, even if like I was starting to realize she was the villain at this point, uh, <laughs> but I still never thought it would go to the extent that it did where she is like murdering a hundred people. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's she dark. gave no shits. Um, yeah. I loved her getting in the mind of one of the people, just going run because that was like how we got introduced to Wanda in Age of Ultron was her getting in the minds of all the Avengers. So it was a nice callback because she doesn't do it as much anymore. Uh, she's more focused on her much more deadly powers. Yeah, and I love the strategy in this battle. It's like it was a battle of wits almost in that way of like, okay, we set up the shield. What are you going to do? And she's like, okay, I got to look for the weak spot in this. Like it was, yep. it was really good. And I also loved just the bringing of all the, the magic users. I, I liked meeting the different ones. You know, we got them bowing to Wong, the, the Supreme. <laughs> uh, we get a Minotaur. We get a freaking, <laughs> we get Rindar. Yeah. The name of the bullheaded creature. And, oh, that was, I like that. I like that stuff. Yeah, a lot of fun here. Um, just uh, absolutely fun. She murdered everyone, O'Rear. What was fun about that for you? Just kidding. It was a whole great movie. Yeah, if you, if you don't like that, there was another uh, very murderous scene that I thought was so fun. Like, <laughs> like, wait for the other hour and 45 minutes of the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we also this is this is a really good movie for like a lot of the what ifs of it all like um wh what because the, i think the big question is like it's always been like okay wanda and captain marvel are like the two strongest <laughs> we kind of see that solved here we get to see like and, and right here is like the first time strange and wanda are facing off that's really fascinating um yeah it's a lot of like uh it's just like throwing your action figures together and see what happens yeah, it's kind of deal Oh, yeah. who's stronger? Yeah. Who do you think's actually stronger? Who would win in a fight? Stranger yeah. and Wanda. And uh, yeah. And I, I will say, like, I don't know if it was planned from the beginning, but I like the small growth of Wanda's powers, where at first she was just like, you know, okay, like you can do some things. And it's like, now they finally did what they, I didn't think they would go here, like full Wanda comic book of like, she's literally so powerful, like can yeah. destroy everything kind of power. And I, I'm so glad we got to see it here. I'm glad they're finally giving her her due. Like she's Hulk level, like probably stronger than the Hulk in all honesty. And I mean, she can change reality. Like, how do you beat that shit? So like she, I, I'm glad they did it too, Tommy, because it was a slow progression, but I do agree. They made her more strong each time. It wasn't like somewhere along the way, someone was like, Hey, we should level up Wanda. Like it was very slow and progressive. And I, I loved it. Wanda to me, uh, this could have been a Wanda movie. I think O'Rear was the first person to tell me that. And I definitely think there's a way you make this a Wanda movie. And w we still love it, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and we're, I mean, we're talking around it, but like Elizabeth Olsen with this acting, Ooh. like she deserves an Oscar. They won't do it because they're cowards. Yeah. It's only her for this role. Man, she goes to, so, she goes to every emotion you can possibly get in this yeah. movie. You're right.
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we get there facing off here and then they finally end up in this back room of the temple there. And uh, Wanda is they're all fighting, but uh, she ends up like kind of getting Chavez up and she's starting to suck uh, her soul out of her body. Uh, but what's interesting, this is like my thought, because uh, Chavez, her thing was like, I, I don't know how to control my powers. But the two times we see her open up portals at this point. Um, both of which she's being held in the air and she's having the life sucked out of her. And both times she opened the portal. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, it seems like it's 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 very convenient that it's working out this way. But it seems like every time you're about to die, a portal opens up. So she um, said it activates when I'm like extremely scared. <laughs> and I was like, OK, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, so we get that. And this is kind of what Briz uh, alluded to earlier. We are thrown. I think this is it where we're like thrown through a bunch of different multiverses. We get like the paint one. We get like the animated one. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff here. Did yeah, any, see... uh... yeah, there was oh, one. The Living Tribunal. There is a there is a whole part where they go. They jump through one and, and you see the Living Tribunal. Really? I missed it. I love yeah, that, though. Yeah. That was a very visually stunning scene. There was just so much that was visually awesome about this movie. And uh, this was like part of the, the start of all that. Yeah. So they end up here in um, this futuristic. Uh, this is kind of like the memes like um, that you see that's like it's like a futuristic society and it's like uh, what what the society would be like if blank without blank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's in the, any future though. I think it's like a parallel timeline, yeah. but it's just like if Earth was better than the Earth we have. <laughs> if they have the Illuminati, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the secret organization. And so, yeah, let's get into it because this is a big part of the movie, and it was super exciting. And Tommy, I'm surprised you knew nothing about it, but we'll tell you now. The trailer, the very first Doctor Strange trailer, teased Charles Xavier. It had him speak. And so I was like, okay, there must be more. It must be cool. And then they showed us uh, Captain Marvel eventually in a trailer. And then they showed us Captain Carter in a trailer. And I was like, what are they doing at this point? I was that fine was so with bad. one. But I was like, why are they doing this? thought. <laughs> Kevin Feige actually did an interview recently saying that they went too far with the trailers. And that's a, like, everyone agrees. Like everyone on Twitter was like, please stop, please stop doing this to us. And Tommy, I'm trying so hard to defend trailers, but they make it so hard. It's I not was usually fine. like this. I was this fine with Xavier. Cause to me, I was like, okay, that implies more. But when they started just leaking small ones without like the big reveal of the, it was like, come on. But I thought he'd be the one that you wouldn't want to show. Like, I feel like you give us a Captain Carter and we're like, Ooh, okay. And I agree. Because like, he was well, like, they had I'm not gonna get into that. Let's 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 focus on the positive because this was an awesome, awesome scene. And I don't want to detract from it from the trailers because it, it doesn't yeah. take away from the fact that it was like top-notch Marvel. And it seems like Marvel knows now. Like if, if Kevin Feige's calling it out, then it seems like he's gonna put a, a little bit of a finger on like a focus on the trailers from now on of like, hey, you, you can't do that. Like, like because they don't reveal your secrets, they're coming. They're coming. We get it. We're going to this movie regardless. You don't need to show all your tricks. Yeah, no, not not cool uh, at all. Um, but I, actually, there were a couple of things before we get to the Illuminati. Um, oh, yeah. First, they have the um, uh, Defender Strange. They bury. Is, was it here that they did that, or was that? No. So they bury him pretty early on. Yeah, actually. that was earlier on. But uh, we and also Chavez get the memories and the flashback of uh, America. The memory uh, thing. 
where she oh, looks at cool uh, societal thing. Yeah, yeah, we get strange on a date, and then when she lost her mom's, that was sad because you're just a kid and you're like, man, I sucked my mom's into a black hole of the multiverse. Like, damn it. Yeah. Which I think is why she thinks she can't control it. I think she's just so traumatized from that that she's like, I don't know my powers, and isn't even trying to uh, to use them. Yeah, even even though subconsciously I think she is handling it, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, like I thought the uh, the whole train sequence was good. Even getting the the you know the information on the little watch was good because we see that becomes more important later on. So mm-hmm. um, all really good. We got the pizza papa. Bruce Campbell, baby. He get I love that he's in that was, every single Sam Raimi movie. All right. It's so good. Love that Bruce Campbell was in it, but like it was funny until the end credit scene. Yeah. I swear oh, yeah. to God. So unfunny. Briz, I was trying to make you leave the theater you, because you warned me, O'Rear. I can't blame you. You <laughs> warned me. I texted O'Rear. I go, one or two scenes. He goes, two, but don't stay for the second one. I go, well, I'm going to stay for the second one. He's like, I warned you. And I was like, you were right. I shouldn't have stayed. It just makes you mad. It's like, come it on. Did. It made me mad. My, my theater grown, just like yours. It's Sam Raimi humor. Like, he thinks he's so funny. And, like, that's the one thing I will say. Raimi thinks he's so funny. And there's specific things that I think only he finds funny. And, like, some people do did find that funny. I'm with you guys. It felt very much like that. But, see, they already kind of did it with Captain America with, like, in the Spider-Man post-credit where it was like ah this is patience and it was funnier in that way because it was like it wasn't right on the nose as opposed to this which is it's done and it's like okay all right dude. it's <laughs> over it's more so like i don't know it's just uh that maybe that should have i don't know i, I it's let's just, talk about the it's not not funny it's just though. the timing is we're expecting a lot more i think that's yeah. the problem I mean, let's way, talk about this illuminati because this is such a jam-packed scene and it's so awesome yeah even the trailers detracting from it couldn't take away from Two awesome surprises. One, the return of Black Bolt. Who here watched Agents of Shield, baby? I did not watch it, but I was I was aware. So what an amazing connection. I literally was like, is that this? I was like, is that the same dude? I was like, it's the same dude. I was like, it's the same dude. The same dude, but they actually did it correct. They gave him the right costume. They made it actually the right, what it's- yeah. They gave him the right abilities. It was great. I loved it. I loved seeing Keeper him of the Terrigen Mist. They said it. They said it, Tommy. They called him the Keeper of the Terrigen Mist. So Black Bolt, that was a cool one. But then let's get into who who wants to drop the news of the Well, I just want to speak, yeah, from my point of view. So I know nothing of this. So picture this, Tommy's in theater, blah, 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 seeing all this stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I see Ultrons. I'm like, oh, I'm like. Oh, you didn't even know there was Ultrons, Tommy? Oh, my God. I see Ultrons. I'm like, oh. Are What's your getting, first thought when you saw the Ultrons? I thought, are we getting Tony? Are we getting Robert yeah. Downey Jr.? Are we Whatever getting? Thought. Are we getting some? Is that how they're bringing him back? And then, uh, and I've heard like rumors that like there were rumors of like Tom Cruise potentially playing in Iron Man, so that's interesting. Uh, I think it's good, don't especially the way they did him. I think it would have been so cheap to bring him in to just Robert Downey and just you know spoilers murder him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm watching all this and I'm seeing. I see the, the Illuminati show up, and we see, yeah, we see what? Uh, we first see we Captain see Marvel, Captain but... Oh, Captain maybe, yeah. Captain Carter, I think, was first, and then Captain Marvel, uh, which was Monica, yeah. and then... Or Monica, Maria. Uh, yeah, Maria. Yeah. Maria, thank you. Yeah. And then it turned to Black Bolt, and that was where I was like, yes! Yes! So so I was good. like, no way! I was like, that's so crazy, because he is in the Illuminati in the comics. That's, like, very comic book accurate. 
It was pretty accurate to the Illuminati in the comics. I will say my my audience laughed so hard at the Illuminati because they thought it was a joke when it was first said. They were like, "Oh, Illuminati!" And everyone like my theater laughed too. I was like, "What the hell, guys?" My wife laughed. To be fair, (gasps) yeah, I think it's hard when you don't know the comic book that you're like, "Oh, are they making a joke here?" It's like, no, no, no. This no, it's a real thing (laughs) in the comic book, and it's really deadly and cool, guys. Stop making fun of it. That's how I felt. (laughs) But yeah, I thought like, okay, we're getting black ball. Okay, okay, we're gonna get like one more big. Like Black Bolt is already big for me at least. And we get we get Reed Richards. Yeah. Wow, guys. I mean, this is with Briz, we talked about this briefly. It's huge. We don't get good things like this usually. This is exactly no. what the fan base wanted down they to the casting. John Krasinski as Reed Richards. My th- this is where my theater lost it. They were like, yeah, Whoa! like I still like I'm getting chills. Like the fact that they pulled that off and that he is in that position. And I just want to say, um, this week John Watts dropped out from the director position of Fantastic Four. And I'm just saying, John Krasinski is in the role. He's got two great movies under his belt and a quiet place. Let's give this man the directing spot of Fantastic Four as well, please. Ready for this? Ready for this? Yeah. Give it to Sam Raimi. <laughs> I don't know if that's the same vibe. I think he could do it. He, he, oh, I just think he could do Okay, it's fine. Go on. I, John would be good too. Uh, John, I, I want to see John and Emily Blunt as that. So I think we'll that was stop down so here. Cool. Yeah. Do you think that's, I, I don't know. It hasn't. So that's been the other announced. thing. Is he, the, is he going to be in the fantastic four movie or is he a variant of, of a different Reed Richards that we'll meet? I think it's a Ralph Boner moment. I think they gave it to, cause the new fans no. wanted it. And I think they're just, I, I, I hate it, but I will say I'm going to, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to lean on the side of that. He's, he's going to be the new Reed Richards. Why would yeah. he say no to this? Well, what, no, I don't think it's him. I think it would be the I studio. Be the, I don't yeah. think that, but they know we want it. Like, why would you take that away from us? Well, they I think they're like, you got what you wanted. Us too, Michael. Yeah, we they were like, you great. got what you wanted. We gave you him. Now let us do what we want. I, I'm with you. I, I, I like him. I, I I will say, when I heard the casting rumors, because I've heard that Krasinski was out there, uh, I don't didn't love it at first, because I think he's a little too charismatic for the read I know. I talked a little bit with Briz about this. Is like Reed is very sciencey and very, like, by the books. And, and you know, like, he is, like, it's been confirmed, like, he is autistic in the books and very, like, his social skills are not that great. Like, that's a characteristic of Reed. And so it's hard, because Chris, Chris, John is already, like, just him being on the screen is just very charismatic. Uh, but I think he did a great job. Hardest man alive. I love that if he built Ultron, it was like good and perfect. But like when Tony did it, it turned and tried to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was just the way, just hearing him talk to other Marvel characters and seeing him in the Fantastic Four uniform. It was cool. Like, it was, you know, regardless if it is a Ralph Boner moment, it is very cool seeing Reed Richards and, and specifically John Krasinski in that role. I was so happy because then we get the next big one. We've each done one. Michael, do you want to do the the big one? It was in the trailer, but the the reveal was still dope. Yeah, we get we get uh, Charles Xavier here. He strolls up on his his yellow um, wheelchair from the animated series, um, which is just wild. Uh, so cool to see him here again. But like, actually, I, I do think John Krasinski reveal was better, and that needed to be saved. But this one was second. Like, this was a big get. Um, I was so excited, excited to see him here. You know, they, they kind of harassed him kind of like they did Andrew Garfield in interviews and stuff. And, uh, one of my favorite interview moments with, uh, uh, what's, what's the actor's name? Lord have mercy. Um, nobody knows, do they? <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Uh, Professor Xavier. Who's that actor? Um, oh, oh. 
Patrick Stewart? There you go. Thank you. Um, Patrick Stewart was in an interview, oh. and they said um, – they asked him, they're like, are you in the do- new Doctor Strange movie? And he, he just, like, smirks, and he goes, who's Doctor Strange? <laughs> I just thought that was, like, a great play. Like This yeah, man came that. back 22 years l- after p- first playing the role. That's unbelievable. In the yellow chair with the nineties, <laughs> with the nineties cartoon music playing. Oh, it got me chills. That you was saw so the cool. waves when he was like, when he was like oh, getting into people's when heads. He did his powers yeah. too. It was yeah. so good visually. I, I like all this. It was, it so was just good. like Marvel got a crack at Toby and Andrew's Spider-Man's, which was cool. They got a crack at their villains, which was really cool. And then now they get a crack at like. I don't know, this other, like, these other iconic, like, I don't know. It gives me hope that what if one day we do see Hugh Jackman just as, like, a little cameo, like, under Marvel's belt. That'll be fun to me. That'll be cool. Even if it's not forever, I would still like to see it a little. Yeah, I think anything's possible at this point. Marvel has the money. They're not afraid to pull anyone in for a cameo for anything. So at this point, I'm I'm never counting anything out. And I I thought this was really cool. Yeah. I think we could honestly even see like Superman and Batman. I'm not even joking. I'm not kidding. I think there's a world where down the road, they're just like, fuck it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? said like he wants to do a crossover. He said that there's not a doubt in my mind. We will see some sort of huge crossover in the next whatever years. Let me ask you, I have a question for you guys, um, because I I have one glaring one. Was there a cameo that we did not get in this movie that you're shocked that we didn't get? Give me one. Superior Iron Man. I feel like the Ultrons, and he's such a part of the Illuminati, and I don't think it should have been Robert Downey Jr., but there is part of me that was like, dang, I kind of wanted to see the Tom Cruise or the Uncle Jesse. That would have been cool. Tommy? I I have one. I wanted to see the watcher. I wanted to see Yatu. Oh. Just in the background or something. Just Jeffrey I wanted Wright, to please. see him. Yeah. Just see him watching. That would have been so cool. Yeah. What about you? What about you, O'Rear? This might be a little bit off the cuff. I think those make a little bit more sense. But I was trying to think of another character that is coming to the MCU eventually. Um, I kind of thought we would get Deadpool. Uh, like may- oh, maybe in one yeah. of the examples where they're like hopping through many universes. Like that would be a good joke where they just hop in and they like see Daredevil and he's like. I don't know, drinking a root beer and tells a joke. And then, uh, I don't know, then we see him again, like, in the post credit scene where he, like, got in, you know? I, I, I wanted Deadpool. I thought we would see Deadpool, actually. I think Wolverine would have been fun, too. There was part of me that was like, oh, could Wolverine take Wanda? Because it's hard to actually beat Wolverine, but... Uh... I was going off on a tangent. I'm surprised <laughs> we didn't... Honestly, the biggest surprise, I'm surprised we didn't see Vision. Just in oh, any... Yeah. We hear so much talk of him. We never... Not even in a flashback. Nothing. Yeah, I was very surprised. No alternate universe. Nothing. So I, it's probably they probably didn't want to Paul, uh, pay Paul Bettany yeah. if they use any image of him. I bet they got to pay him. Yeah. Uh, so yes, we uh, can we talk about the fight now, please. Well, I, I want to. There's a couple of things I want to talk oh, no. about. Okay, okay. There's a lot of information we get from the Illuminati. We learned that this is Earth 838, which they're on. We learned they named Earth, them. Yeah, Earth is six one six. We knew that for so long, but it's so cool to actually hear it. Like named it, it. Oh my God, Tommy, you're right. That was probably one of the best moments. Yeah, and and we all like that. We get the information about Doctor Strange. Like I think it's really fascinating. They're like you're the biggest evil. Like that's you're too powerful, and you'll just do your own thing. We've seen it. You did it. You're the one that told us like not to trust you. Like I thought that was very fascinating. And like I I definitely ran with a lot of the stuff. I was like, 
wait, so he went and dreamwalked another Doctor Strange. And so one of my theories later on, we meet a you know Sinister Strange. And I was like, what if he dreamwalked into Sinister Strange? And so he destroyed Sinister Strange's world. And that's how Sinister Strange became so evil because he woke up and was like, oh, shoot, <laughs> like what just happened? But yeah, I thought that was really fascinating. Mm. Uh, Tommy, did you have something to say on Wanda? So yeah, like, yeah, well, before we get this, into the big fight, let's yeah, lead yeah. up to how Wanda gets to where the fight. Yeah, because yeah, like as as they're like strolling through this earth, did you do Wanda's doing business? She's getting stuff, she's not gonna let them just leave. So oh, we didn't even talk about during the Wanda uh Doctor Strange fight in the before they, they ran away. Um Wanda had like almost like a what's that movie where it's like the, the hairs in the face and they go through the TV ring. When she came through the, the mirror ring. world, I thought that was so good. When she was like was using the cool. reflections and pulling everyone through, and then she comes through all. The and her eye just peered out at one point. Oh, movie yeah. was scary. Movie had so many scary things in it. Yeah, but the part that this is where I go with my Wong criticism. This is the whole thing. Like, like there's they're literally saying I'll k- kill Tony to protect the time stone. You're not. You're giving up the information. I get it. There were oh, six yeah. magic users there. And I get it. You want to save their lives. You're just letting her go to this multiverse and 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 helping her get to uh, get to uh, Mount uh, Mount Wanda Wendigoer, which I am glad we've seen in the live action. That is the place where actually Wanda and Pietro was born, and and so it's cool to just see that it's part of her story. And like, just I, I really like the Wanda lore that that came out of this. There's so much good Wanda content, but so she gets the Darkhold. Wong destroys the book and then that's why they have to go to mount what say it again tommy i'm so bad at it yeah mount, i'm am too mount one to go or one to go i don't even know that's exactly how you say yeah it, but, that's- but it's a badass huge tower where they have built a ginormous shrine to the scarlet witch and i think that's the other thing we got to talk about we keep calling her wanda she's probably the scarlet witch more at this point yeah, yeah. Full um, Scarlet Witch, like, and, and this place was cool. The the four baddies that were with her. Um, they were there to help her. Yeah, that was so good. I, I loved it. Like, she was like, this isn't a, uh, uh, what you say, this isn't a grave, which, it, I mean, spoilers, it does become your tomb, but, uh, <laughs> and she's like, this is a, this is a throne to me. I'm like, a oh. Throne, yeah, so good. She had so many good lines, but so she gets here because she needs to dream walk and possess one of her multiverse versions. Um, and so she does this, and she um, first gets there, and she runs into a universe where B- uh, Billy and Tommy... God, I almost said Michael and Tommy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> she Michael gets to a universe Tommy where they are. <laughs> and so, back to uh, when Tommy forgot. He was like, Billy and who? Uh, like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They just wanted so, ice cream. They had a cute little song, "Ice Cream yeah. Please," and we'll be good. And she starts crying, and the emotional stuff with her kids were so good. It was just like, man, you can really feel Wanda's just pain and suffering and like longing, and you see it in her looks, you hear it in her voice. Elizabeth Olsen slaughtered this role in all terms of the of the of all sense of the term. Very fitting this came out on Mother's Day weekend. Um, and Multiverse of Madness, Mom, that's yeah. too much. Also, I also, it. I saw it with uh, my wife, Sydney, who obviously is a mother. And, like, I didn't tear up at this, but I 
I heard some. Uh, I'm calling her out. She's probably gonna listen. Sorry, Sydney, but you're sniffling. Yeah, this got mm-hmm. to you pretty good. I did, as it should, especially mothers. Like this is powerful. Stuff. We skipped her amazing line in the beginning where she goes. Uh, Strange goes, Wanda. Your children weren't real. They were made with magic. She goes. That's how all mothers make their children. Ooh, <laughs> yes. got him. It's so good because we can all relate to that feeling of like you, like. I mean, we can't relate to losing your children. I was more like, can so, you relate, Tommy? More so the mindset of, like, I can see where she's coming from, where it's like, she's just so broken at this point, and this is the one thing she... And, and also finding out that every single universe has it but you, <laughs> that's really got to, like, no, sorry, you're the you're the one Wanda that just gets the worst life. Like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought this was tragic, but I will say, it's like criticism. These kids are not good actors. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Like, I thought... There's a couple of scenes where they're like ran Does behind have the stairs. Like, actors? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think they're children. It's hard to just say. I know, I know. I hate to criticize. I, I felt like it hey, just took me the out of the Stranger Thing kids were amazing. You're telling yeah. me these kids. No, I'm just kidding. Now that I think about it, there's not many kid actors in Marvel. So maybe they just don't have like the, the kid talent agent pool connections or whatever. But uh, yeah, they're just so-so. They're ice cream song, totally off cue, like not on beat. I was like, I mean, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I don't like them completely because I actually like them in WandaVision. I think it's the directing a little because like there was a couple. They're like throw toys at evil one. It's like, eh. <laughs> like I don't know. It was a little. It, it's more the direction I think that I have an issue with. I will um, say, go follow these kids on Instagram because they are what? like in- no. <laughs> That's no. Listen, like they're so cute. Advice. I, I know that's like a sentence should never go out. But it's so sweet because they're like massive MCU fans and like oh, they are okay. like living out their dream and like I think it's the coolest thing ever. So well, oh shoot, now you've convinced me. Okay, <laughs> go follow kids. kids. <laughs> Any kids. Um, but so Wanda successfully dreamwalks because so the the book is gone, but the the words are inscribed on Mount Wondacor, and so they go. Wong is taken prisoner there. And they go there. Wanda reads what she needs to read. She dream walks. And then this is where she goes just full monster movie. She is unfucking stoppable And it's so great to hear Dr. Strange just be like, well, she's coming. We, we don't have a lot of time, everyone. And they're like, we're here to judge you and talk about your merits. And this is going to take all night if we have to. And he's like, we don't have that much time. <laughs> like, and then eventually they're like, someone's breaking the barrier. And he's like, I told you. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I like is- the look a lot. Um, like obviously the the uh, Scarlet Witch costume is cool, but like just her and like the bloody mother clothes, like that is terrifying. It's so good, and the way she walks, every like the later with the dragging of the leg, it's so monstrous, and it's so like she's become that that monster. And and I I do love how cocky these Illuminati like ah don't worry we got this like it, it's good and like uh, I I think uh, there's there's a lot here. I do with the Illuminati. They mentioned incursions, guys. This is where I think it's going. I think incursions are going to be the next phase. I think I'm going to drop it here if you don't want to skip like 30 seconds, probably. Secret Wars. I think we're getting into Secret Wars. I think that's where this is going. I think uh, we're getting two universes coming together. That's how we're going to get the Fantastic Four. That's how we're going to get X-Men. Um, yeah. I hope you're right because I have the original copies of Secret Wars and the price will go up uh, on those. So let's do that. I'm down. That would be really cool. It's a great story. So I can totally see it heading in that direction. Um, but I kind of hope now, like when O'Rear said, it's like a slow build. I hope they take their time getting there and do it right. Um, 
But so Wanda, okay, monsters her way. Like, it's hard to just talk about it. It's just visually a great scene. You hear people screaming. There's blood. She's ripping Ultrons to bit. I kind of wish they spent a little more on this because I was like, oh, that's how Wanda got introduced, was fighting Ultron. And like, oh, she's doing it again. But they spent, like, no time on it. She just, like, destroyed every Ultron that was in her path. And then she fucking gets to the Illuminati. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I guess the first person that she encounters here is Reed Richards himself. And um, I, I mentioned the line already. Uh, very, very fun line here. She asks if he's a parent. He says, yes. And no, he, he, he offers goes, it up like a, neg- a classic negotiator. He's like, Wanda, yeah. I have two children of my own. I know yeah, what you're yeah, going yeah. through. She goes, then you can, yeah, continue. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, then, then there will be someone else to raise them. And uh, so fun. That's what I'll say. Like we talked about the script, and like you know, I criticized some of the genius, but there's also some really great lines, especially for yeah. Wanda, of like some burns, and I'm like, oh, that's that's good. She just doesn't care. It's all about her and her kids now. No yeah. one else matters. And she literally paper shreds Reed Richards. Kind of the lamest death, I would say, <laughs> out of the bunch. It was jarring. Oh, you know what? We skipped it. It's not the first one. She oh, does. yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, this one's the best. Actually. This is the best one, actually. So, yeah. But <laughs> John Krasinski goes, "Black Bolt could kill you with a single whisper from his vo- from his mouth." That's why you she, don't tell him. Listen, they would have succeeded if if he Reed had that, said she that. She goes, "What mouth?" And the camera work here is beautiful because it pans down and his mouth is just gone. And they what Neo, Neo'd him from the Matrix. <laughs> and No uh, to any superheroes out there. Don't tell them your powers. Why would you <laughs> tell your villains what how your powers operate? <laughs> <laughs> they explained it right away. And then yeah. he imploded from the voice just echoing in his goddamn mouthless mouth. His skull like crushes inward. This was like, there. I could tell like, um, they we were kind of holding back on some. Moment. Yeah, they were holding back on some violent scenes, but there are some that are like we need this one to pop, and it did uh, literally. It's so good. I was like, oh, oh, and this is where I do feel like I'll say all these deaths that happen. It does kind of feel weird because it's like it almost makes you feel like it's like yes, Wanda should be powerful than all these creatures, but like Doctor Strange was holding his own against Wanda. So does that mean Doctor Strange is more powerful than all these Illuminati people? I don't know if I believe that. So like that was the one part that I like. It is weird whenever you take a, a character and you kill him off so quickly to make like the villain. We talked about this before. I think of like making a villain more powerful by killing off the last villain. It's like almost like that here, where it's like you know these characters are so powerful. We've seen some of them in other things, and easily want to just you know destroy. That's them. what made her so scary. Yeah. Is these are some of the biggest and baddest heroes around. And then so then Captain Marvel and Captain Carter like take off in opposite directions to be like scatter and like try to take her on. And they look like they're doing well. And what about that Captain Carter death? She sliced her in half with her own shield. That was <gasps> so cool. I will say like I I'm probably like one of the biggest Captain Carter fans. I liked that first episode of What If more than most yeah. people. Um, I loved Captain Carter, and like even then, I was like, "Fuck yeah, just cut her in half right now." <laughs> yeah, and I do love that. Like the ladies got it. Like they they were the ones that at least battle them. The other ones got taken out right away. So what's that say about them? You know, yeah. Captain Carter got the famous line of "I could do this all day." So great. We also skipped over it. Charles Xavier uttered his classic 
line. I couldn't believe he said it after all these years. I have it here. Uh, I'm going to say it if you guys don't mind. He said, just because someone stumbles and loses their path doesn't mean they're lost forever. Oh, perfect. Oh, it, it, it brings back such memories. Like, oh my God, I loved X-Men. X-Men is what got me into superhero movies. So to me, like that just like gave me the biggest nerd boner of all time. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is great. Um, but again, I kind of alluded to this earlier as well. Uh, Captain Marvel versus Wanda. Like for my money, I've always thought that Captain Carter was, or I mean, uh, Captain Marvel was the stronger. And maybe the abilities aren't the same between the two. But uh, Scarlet Mate, which makes uh, easy work of Captain Marvel here. Yeah. Speaking of quotes, I just this is way back, but I just I remember reading it. I was going to bring it up, and I forgot. Was when Defender Strange dies way in the beginning. He utters a quote that's from our strange during No Way Home, which is in the grand calculus of the multiverse, their sacrifice means far more than their deaths, which is like mm. what he uses to, which I just think is fun. Like, you know, doing that kind of stuff is good. Good catch there. Yeah, um, that is good. So um, next year, I believe this is where uh, she's going. She's she's gotten through these these members of the Illuminati. Well, and she's do we going talk to get about- Chavez. Well, did we and talk about Charles is, Xavier? Yeah, where she, that's oh where this God. comes up. Yeah, because he was basically, which is, uh, we'll see. The one thing about Xavier, like, he stayed behind with, because we haven't even mentioned how uh, Modo is, what's his name? Uh, uh, Modo. Yeah, he's the supreme here. Morto. He's like, yeah, Morto so. is like, <laughs> no, you're good. Morto is like, uh, you know, we can't trust you. And then it's Xavier, who's been like anti Doctor Strange all the whole time, was like, you know what? We do need you now, which I get because, like, it seemed like everyone was dying. So it's like, and then he just like pieces out. He says this cool line and Willie's out of the row. And it goes, love yeah. Xavier. He should have been there during the big fight to help try to subdue Wanda, but he tries, he does this classic thing and he gets the brainwaves emulating and he goes into Wanda's mind. What a great scene. Yeah, no, and both two, two people that can't control minds like fighting in the mind realm was fascinating. Um, I didn't like it, was kind of weird. Like he was trying to pull her former self out like i was like all right that's kind of cheesy but whatever no it's and so move faster form. this is my first <laughs> mention and i'll mention it again of people having to move a little bit faster like xavier you know this is a, <laughs> like something could happen you're not seeing evil wanda she's there somewhere run over there you got legs uh <laughs> run over <laughs> there grab her pull her out like come on <laughs> that red mist that took over was just so visually stunning and i love how in the mind world charles xavier's always walking like it's just such a nice touch and they stuck with it all these years it's so good but then of course wanda gets in his mind and sneaks up behind him and fucking snaps his neck i'm sorry for cussing but oh my god what a scene was this wanda snapping the neck of charles xavier is one of my, my maybe top 10 Marvel scenes, if, I, if I'm being for real. Maybe Wanda vs. the Illuminati is just like a top like five Marvel scene. This is outstanding because we have one of the most beloved comic book uh, movie characters of all time. We have like one of our most wished for characters. We have yeah. one of the most powerful. We have one of my favorites from What If. Like uh, one of your favorites from uh, Inhumans or whatever he's from. Um, but like all these people we love and we're like thrilled. But then you just get killed by Wanda. Just, like, boom, boom, yes. Boom. 
please <laughs> do it. And we um, loved it. How sick are yes. we? We're like, yes, yeah, she killed yeah, yeah. all our favorite heroes. <laughs> as long as I get them back in some form, like as it's long as we get an Xavier later. Yeah, exactly. As long as we get an Xavier later on, as long as we get a Black Bolt later on, I'll be okay. If this is the last time we see Black Bolt, I'll be a little like, okay. <laughs> like you got it right, but then you got rid of him so quickly. <laughs> he had an epic send off is what I'll say. But that was probably the, the highlight of the movie for me. Well, you know what? The end fight was pretty great too. It was zombie strange. So uh, we could start getting into that, but that's probably yeah. uh do you guys have any thoughts on the Illuminati fight? I just thought it was a great way to show how scary Wanda really, really is like, Reed Richards, for all intents and purposes, is not an easy person to be. Granted, we don't have like that context, but I do as a comic book nerd. And Wanda just took him out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, terrifying. And then you're also, I think, what it helps is like you're also on edge because during this whole time we have Doctor Strange still locked up, and he's like trying to get like reason <laughs> he's trying to get out. Yeah. And and also, you know, you got Christine and and, Ch- and Amer- you know America trying to get out too. Like it's like everyone, it's like, all right, you guys need to move faster, and these people need to do a better job of stopping Wanda because like this is gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they escape through this tunnel. They flood Wanda here, and um, doesn't matter. She she comes through. Uh, this is where we get the great line where Doctor Strange approaches the book. All right, book. That's like <laughs> so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> Okay, can they move faster? Like, you, <laughs> you stare at a door for 10 minutes just for her to get the jump scare. I knew the jump scare was coming. I hate jump scares. I don't need it. I, this is my one criticism with horror, which is <gasps> why I liked uh, I liked John Krasinski's movie, Quiet Place, because he really didn't, like, he did jump scares, but they felt justified. This was like, you clearly are setting up the jump scare. You're having us look at a wall, keep everything calm, just for Wanda to pop out. Like, we knew it was coming. No, I agree. I hate jump scares. It's it's a very cheap way of scaring people, in my opinion. Because, like, for an example, we talked about, like, Wanda crawling out of the mirror, like, twist it up. Like, that is, like, probably one of the most terrifying shots in this mm. movie. And you just linger on it. You're just looking at it. Like, it's not, like, it's not using loud music or, like, a quick visual to, like, scare you. You're just seeing something horrible. And I yeah. think that's the best way to do horror. So I agree. No, jump scares, it, it, like, it, it is. It's cheap. But run to that book, and then once they're in the book world, they're just like, Oh, let's just look at everything. I get it. It's a lot to process. Go run to that book and open that book and just get rid of Wanda real quick, okay? Oh, come on, guys. There's like floating rocks. Gravity's weird. It's not just like you simply just start walking. You got to get your bearing and figure out where you're going. You guys are giving them not enough credit. Okay, but yeah. So uh, they get this great book. I, I'm pretty sure nothing pans out with the book, right? And they got to go figure out something else. Like No, because she destroys it right away because they yes. just sat there with the book. <laughs> like, literally, they're like, oh, shit. This whole thing we were looking for the whole time destroyed. Well, um, and they get sent. Her, uh, Doctor Strange and Christine get sent through a portal. And uh, now it's just, and, and this you know, Wanda's one in a sense. This is yeah. like a, a an Inception-like world where the two realities are colliding. A, a, an Inception-like limbo. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And this is where we meet Sinister Strange. I didn't realize that was his name until you said it earlier. Uh, he's had a bunch of different names. I think that's one of them. Um, Tommy, is this the same guy from What If? So I have this question about a lot of the what if things. Like I don't think so. I don't think that's the Peggy Carter. Because I also think they have plans with Peggy, Car- like <laughs> that that version. Uh, and, and so like I don't think so. And I I think it's their the multiverse version is presenting. Infinite. 
Yeah, and I, I think I think this is the most we'll see Sinister Strange though. I think if we're gonna ever see him, this was this was the version we're gonna see. I don't see it coming back. In, I think it's the same action. one. Who cares? Why not? He well, he mentioned something about like I tried to obtain great power. The other name I, that Kyle Schmillard, one of the guests on the podcast, coined when we were on this podcast talking about this episode, he called him Dark Doctor Strange, which I like that. So I'll call him Doctor Strange. What's what I don't? If it is the same, what I don't like is I think Dark Doctor Strange should have like owned regular Strange. Like it, like his whole thing was like oh, absorbing I see the what power you're of other yeah, creatures. Yeah, you're right. And so much so he like absorbed his entire universe, and he had the power of the universe inside of him. You know what? Maybe you're right because he also didn't he have a different like cape and everything, and looked well, way more. He also kind of went on the good side, right? Like he basically was like, "I'll watch over, I'll try, like I'll watch, like spoilers for what if you haven't watched, you know, you you watch it or whatnot." But it's like the ending was kind of he left being like, "I'm going to, you know, uh, I've done a lot of bad things. This is my this is my punishment is to, to monitor this now." And so it's like weird to then go to this where it's like now he's evil again, and it looks like he, I think it he has a bunch is- of dead bodies. I, 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 <laughs> Did you get that? Someone said this, and I, I don't know if it's true or not. It's like the idea is he's been learning Doctor Strange's here and like taking their powers, like killing oh, them off and taking that. That's that was what he thing that. that he was doing. Yeah. But he also like I think it was just to illustrate like Christine's point. Like all you Doctor Stranges are the same. You'll you'll meddle with dark <laughs> magic. You'll do whatever you need to or want to. Like I, I think that was part of like his whole deal. Is like yeah. all you Doctor Stranges are the same. Well, and that's where, like, but they're but they're not like all different. We've seen there's crocodile Loki out there. There's definitely different variants, <laughs> and that's where when it was like, prove you're the prove you're a Doctor Strange, and it was like he told the story of his like, sister. Look Donna. at me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have said. Sister. Yeah, he told his sister about Donna, and it's like, well, how do you know he had a sister? Like, like there's you they like the, you know Sinister Strange might have had a different experience, so. Uh, yeah. I did think the story was fun. It was, like not fun. It was tragic, but it was interesting to get more backstory on like Strange's life and you know that kind of incident. So speaking of Sam Raimi things, uh, this orchestral music note fight that they have, it <laughs> is the <laughs> most ridiculous thing I've seen in a comic book movie. But again, it's like, duh, this is like straight out of like drag me to hell, like just so bonkers. Uh, what did you guys think of this? I I, I, I still don't know how I feel about it. I was in favor of it. It's unique. And if you're going to do a magic mu- movie, we can't just see them doing the same magic tricks over and over again. I need variety. It, uh, and honestly, yeah, it's it's goofy. It's also Ditka. Like, he, it, it, that is very much Steve Ditka and how he, like, did a lot of his Doctor Strange comics. And so, like, uh, I, I I did enjoy it. Again, it's, like, making the magic very specific and, and having, like, it be varieties, not just, like, all. It, 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 it was good. Like I, But I agree with you. It was, like, very, like, all right, this is a little comical more than it is like intense. We got to get to this ends part though, because it is so freaking good in my opinion. I'm like wetting my pants thinking about like yeah. just so talking he, about it. So he, he wins the fight. Spoilers, yeah. and, and, and he he uses the dark hold. I I just don't. It feels like a leap here. Like no. you're criticizing Wanda for using it, and then you're using it. It's the know. only way he can stop Wanda. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. All right, so but I guess this is a good it. point. This whole next scene we're getting into, if they ever do a John Constantine movie or TV show, I need so many elements of this movie to be in, in that type of thing. Like, I didn't know Doctor Strange got so, like, dark and gritty and, like, awesome like this. I, I'm obsessed with this end fight scene, if you will, the climax. 
I thought it was such a good reveal where she's like, but you need another strange in that universe. And he's like, I do. No, she's like, you need a, you need a strange that's alive in that yeah. universe. He goes, who says they have to be okay, alive? There you go. Yeah. That, they, well, you, you know him that way better than I did. Um, yeah. That was like such a like bone chilling moment. And uh, yeah, just straight out of uh, here's an evil dead. Uh, just like sticking his arm out of the, the bricks there and uh, coming to life. We get zombie strange. So good. And it was just all right, in my opinion, till he starts fighting the fear, the spirits of the damned. That was so cool. And they overtake him at first. And I don't even know. They're kind of, it reminded me of like a Yu-Gi-Oh card that I can't think of the specific artwork of, but it looked almost identical to it. And it kind of reminded me of like a Dementor. I was just like obsessed with these fucking things that were trying to drag him to hell. Well, Briz, it reminds me of uh, the the spirit dark wraith things from uh, Vox Machina. Oh my God! Yes, how did I miss that? Yes, great comparison. Go yeah, very much. Yeah, like, yes. Great, yeah, great job there, Tommy. <laughs> your favorite, your favorite. Team. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was cool. Very Raimi of them coming out of the eye and then uh, attacking Christine. I, you know, and, and I I liked the idea of like you know her like talking to them and being like use use them like they like you don't let them control you you control them. And he oh, did. real quick. Uh, we, I gotta touch on. I I hate the eye. I hate the third eye. It looks so bad. I hate it so much. Please you know close what? the lid. And never At first, I was fine with it, but the more they did it, I agree with you. I was like, oh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> like, it's not it's cool. it's not... I don't like it, but it is a comic book thing. It's they the need eye. to make it's it look super... a little better. Yeah, in the comics, and this is where I think like they're pushing that it's gonna be evil, but I don't think it's gonna be because in the comics, it's the real eye of Ag- Agamotto. Like that's oh. what the third eye is so it's like it's cool yeah so so but i like that they're kind of going with the evil route where it's like there are repercussions for you using the dark hold so uh, but yeah he he controls the the wraith like spirit things makes like wings no he turns it into his cape it's like like his sorcerer cape he turns the spirits into like his signature cape And I literally was like, this is so badass. And I was like, if you told me the movie ended with a zombie strange with a, a cloak of spirits of the dam fighting Wanda, I would have been like, no. I was like, no, Tom Cruise is going to be in the movie and he's the villain. <laughs> like, I would have put <laughs> money on that instead of this. And I'm so glad it went in this direction because this was just so fun and unique. And like, I've never seen something like this. It was literally zombie strange. Like, that's so exciting. Yeah, uh, no, it was very, very cool. I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say on like the fight uh, in and of itself until we get to the uh, more of the Chavez stuff. Um, well, Wong's not dead, you know. Yeah, that's good. A, he should have died. I thought Wong was gonna die in this movie. Tommy, I forgot about that, and I can't believe I did. What an idiot, Wong! That was like one of the biggest boneheaded decisions anyone's made in a Marvel movie. Should someone? Take away his title of Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, he needs to be stripped of his title. <laughs> yeah, actually, probably don't give it to Doctor Strange. He did, he was wild into mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, they both true. made a ton of really. Well, I know who they can give it to. It's the person in the post credits, but we'll get there. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, but, but yeah, so America I mean, I Chavez this... is like jumping around, like at this point, um, and she's cut off from Strange and Christine. Um, and Wanda's like siphoning her powers, but fucking zombie strange is here to give a motivational speech. <laughs> Come on. You're telling me you didn't love coach zombie strange. What are you talking about? That's amazing content right there. 
I love it for the character growth of he's passing the knife. He's not, you know, we talk about all film of you have to have the knife in your hand. You have to be the one cutting. You have to be the one that saves the day. And it's like he gives it up and he says, you got this. You know what you're doing. You've been doing it this whole time. Just trust yourself. And I did like that part of it. I did find it a little hokey, but it was like, you know, it, it, it works because they set it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, Briz, you mentioned uh, that it was uh, the Illuminati was the peak for me. Uh, again, this this it was all right. Um, I did really like the uh, stuff with America Chavez and like her uh, understanding. Like after yeah, after the coach moment, she understands her powers and she is able to open portals at will. And the way they used her kids against her, mm. um, I thought that it's was the only way. It's the only way to stop her. She opens, it was almost like she goes, a, yeah, she like goes, I'll give her what she wants. Yeah. And boom, no. smacks her into that universe. Great scene. And she's like, oh. and she throws that wonder. That that was her first mistake. She just like instantly tries to take out that wonder. Yeah, <laughs> the bad kids, move. Yeah. The kids but it's, it's interesting because yeah, she can't see that she's the monster. And the like the only way was like almost like holding the mirror up, but it was like the kids had to be the one to do it because that this is her goal, and she realized. She can't get her goal. Her she she went too far down the dark it's path. Impossible. You can't have that too life far now. gone. Yeah. It's yeah. sad. It was really sad. More grief yeah. for Wanda. So tragic. It's sad because you want to see her get the happy ending, and that's just not her story. And and that's it's sad to know that this Wanda, you know, we've followed her for a long time, guys. Like if we think about it as like we've been on this journey with her, we saw her get with Vision, we've seen the tragedy. It is tough. It's tough to see the hero become the villain. And that's like to a T, we've seen that through this whole growth arc of, of Wanda. It's amazing. And, it was, it's, and it's funny. I remember discussions back in the day where people didn't really care about Wanda after Age of Ultron. They're like, who is this new Avenger? Like, uh, kind of like muddying the waters. We don't really care about this story as much. And now it's like completely flipped. This is probably the biggest character in the MCU. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I thought the ending was great. It was so emotional. You could see it on her face when the, the, the realization of it all, it just, it was really good to me. I thought it was, so this was like a very good ending. And then like, I almost felt like the actual ending of the movie was like rushed. Do you guys agree? Like where all of a sudden he's just walking outside. <laughs> then the third eye appears and he's yeah, on. Because a couple things I want to talk about here. First and foremost, sorry, yeah, not to skip to the end. No, bad. you're good. But um, I mean, Wanda's not dead. I believe she even. No, I was gonna add. Oh no hell dead. no! Which is kind of like, you know, it's like, what's the point of making us think that? But I'm well, curious, how does she? She's come gonna back? be there for a while. I think it's a comic book story. I think she's gonna hibernate. I think Wanda's dead. I think the Scarlet Witch isn't, and that's where I think it's gonna be almost like a Dark Phoenix type thing, where it's like I think she's such a Phoenix Force. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, yeah. really? You think the Scarlet Witch, but Wanda's alive? I just assumed she's in like a cocoon of psychic energy and she's just going to lay there in, in depression for many years. I guess they just, unless they bring Wanda back and she's trying to make up for she's her. She's coming I think back. You, well, sure, but I think it's if you want to keep her as a villain, it has to be uh, the Scarlet Witch because I feel like the whole part of this end is she finally saw the error no, of her way. She, she's coming she destroys back for all the dark hero. Holes. No, she she's coming back for a hero redemption well, arc, Tommy. I just think that's hard, though. I, I think you don't know nothing about thing. stories. Okay, yeah. Me, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Run, I'll leave. <laughs> Tommy, I, 
I hate to side with Briss here. I kind of took it the opposite way. I took it as Scarlet Witch is dead, um, and Wanda will come back at some point. Um, I think they're both alive. I'm sorry. I just She's... think it's hard. How could she come back from all this murder? I just I don't see it. I don't see her as a hero. She's gonna she's save villain. the universe against Kang, and all will be forgiven. <laughs> what don't you understand about this, Tommy? She's gonna come in at the fifth hour. She is she's the Superman of this universe. You know what I mean? They have to hide her away for a while, like they did with the Hulk. They sent him to space because he was too powerful for what was going on. Wanda's too powerful for what's going on, so they're like, okay, we need her not on the side of the heroes and just like all. Off in Mount Wagnacor or whatever, just buried. I will be so annoyed <laughs> and frustrated if they bring her back and they just like wipe it under the rug. I'm like, yeah, you're good now. Okay, I will. I will not. There will be this, atonement. So. It's so wild. This is the atonement. She's dead. She's gone. Let her die. Not, there's no way she's dead, Tommy. Well, I agree. There's she's zero not dead. percent she's chance. I agree. I think she's coming back. It's just in what form and what Elizabeth way. Olsen for president. <laughs> it is a, incredible to me. There is no character in any form of media that can get away with what Wanda gets away with. And still, people came out of the people already loved Wanda. People love Wanda more after like the horrid things that's happened. And but we've it's talked about how it's understandable. It's, it's all it's justified. Just so wild. I, I completely um, understand it all. Sympathize, empathize, walked a mile in her shoes, saw it all, <laughs> agree with her. But hey, guys, Chavez <laughs> is a wizard now, too. Uh, I don't want to what did you that. think about that? Is that like comic book accurate, Tommy? I thought that was a little odd. Yeah, I don't think it, but I think it works with this because obviously she's going to be bonded. Doctor Strange. This is a huge thing, and I, I do kind of like the idea of him having like a, a mentee of sorts. Of, yeah, yeah. As long as they keep using her, I, I, I don't hope it's like I hope she's just not like the idea is like oh yeah she's off in the temple we're not going to show her for a bit. I hope they do like utilize. Because uh, I like the character, and I like the actress. I think is they she did a, is know. she the Kate Bishop to Doctor Strange? Is that what they're doing with all these people now? Yeah, everyone needs an understudy. Um, I mean, I figured it was already Wong, but I guess Wong is ahead of Doctor Strange at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like and Wong, I think, I, and, and I may be stealing this from Tommy, but someone told me I, I think Wong's going to be. Someone compared him to like a new Nick Fury. Like he's going to have to gather everyone because he's the only one who knows like Shang-Chi at the moment. And he just seems to be the one that's going to like bop around and like connect everyone. But that could be a bold prediction. Maybe I didn't steal that from Tommy. The look on his face sounds like that's new information. (laughs) I think so too. But I do think so in the sense that like, I think that's the Sorcerer Supreme's job is like, that is Mm. very much like, even when Dr. Strange has it, it's very much like, you know what's happening. So you gather everyone in, you can portal, you can grab everyone. Yeah. I, I can nice. see that. Uh, Darkhold's destroyed, maybe? Question mark. Do we believe in every universe the Darkhold no. is gone? Oh, wait, no, like, they said in every universe it was destroyed. I know, I know, but, you know, they say a lot of things. <laughs> there was dialogue. <laughs> they say a lot of things that backtrack a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I'd say, I mean, I, I guess, the, like I said, the last scene just felt really rushed, but it was kind of cool. Like, it was very jarring, and it was just like, <gasps> Oh my god, that's the ending? <laughs> Another gasp yeah. moment, which was fun. Yeah, then a lot of like uh let's fill in the loose ends. Like, yeah, we <laughs> see the they're training, the they're still there, the wizards, they're all still there doing their thing. Too many yeah. wizards for how many should have died. How many you know died? We should have got here in a cameo. We should have got uh what's his name from Spider-Man with his, like he's also practicing to be. Oh my a god, too. you're so right. Nah. He should have been. That's a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd been great. Y'all want to talk about this postcard scene? Tommy, I feel like you might have the most to say on this. Yeah. I, 
eons ago. I was like, throughout a thing, I said, what if, what if we get Cleo? I'm like, ah, no, no way. We got Cleo. That's so exciting. And I think it makes sense to have her at this end because it's like, she, she, for those who don't know, she, like, she is very much involved with Doctor Strange in all sense. Like, they're, they're both magic users. She's the niece of Dormammu, just to, uh, oh, the know, first that be some stuff. Bad guy. Isn't yeah. she a love interest? So that's why I said, yeah. So uh, Christine leaving and her coming in is a very good, you know, pe- oh, passing of the romance, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. Passing <laughs> but, of the torch. Yeah. The love torch. But uh, yeah, he, she is a love interest. She also, you know, I hinted, she's the source of Supreme right now in the comic books. Like officially right now, she is t- technically in charge of, of all the magic. So stuff. she's a baddie and it's yeah. Charlie's Theon. Yeah, that's that was so Aaron. cool. What a like Aaron. that's one of those things that like uh like I mean everyone predicted or the possibility or one of um of John Krasinski as Reed Richards, but this is one of those things that like n- like this was not nobody had no a theory about this. this. Like nobody there was no lead casting. Really, really cool reveal here, in my opinion. So yeah, I al- I will say I almost got spoiled on this, which is the weirdest part. How? Because obviously people saw it the night before. The next day I was like on Twitter. And I saw an image of a blonde lady, but I didn't recognize anything. I just scrolled right past. So I didn't even think of it. I didn't let my brain process it. So I never even thought about it again. But like after I saw it, I was like, oh, I bet you that was, I bet you that's what I was. Oof. Um, so luckily I avoided it. though. All right, luckily. guys, that's kind of, we already, we don't even need to talk about the other one. We already touched on it. Enough. So stupid. Um, pizza balls. That's we need a pizza, pizza papa movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Wood campaign for that. <laughs> Full Bruce K. I love Bruce. K. Listen, he was supposed to be the original. I want I know, and I always wanted that. Before we wrap up, I want you guys to rank this with the other movies from 2021. What are the other ones? So we have Black Widow, we have Shang Chi, Eternals, and Spider Man. Yeah, I actually did this already on Twitter earlier. Oh, so I, I, I missed it. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Rear, start us off then. Yeah. Um. So at number one, Eternals. I just think it's so perfect and unique and there's I no complaints. your boldness and honesty. Go ahead. Yeah. Next is No Way Home. Okay. Then I'll Black Widow. Ooh, okay. Then Multiverse of Madness, then Shang-Chi. I know. I already had people hating. That's a hot Twitter, take. So. That's a hot take. Okay. Well, which, which part? I'll, well, I'll give you mine and then okay. I think you'll tell. Okay. Um, <laughs> mine is Eternals. Here's Here's a bit of a hot take for me. This is my second favorite. I put this at two. I liked Spider-Man a lot, but I would much rather see more multiverse of madness than Spider-Man, if that makes sense. So uh, Spider-Man's my third. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and then mine Shang-Chi. And then I just, I, I unfortunately did not very much enjoy the Black Widow movie. Um, it, it, not a fault of Scarlett Johansson or, or Florence Pugh, because I absolutely love them. I will say real quickly, I, I I could totally switch Multiverse of Madness and Black Widow. I do like Black Widow a lot more than most people, uh, yeah. but thinking about it now, they're interchangeable in my sure. opinion. Sure, that's fair. Um, Tommy, what about you? Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. I feel like mine's like the child of both of your rankings, like merged together in like a weird baby form. Uh, I got Eternals at number one, Spider-Man, No Way Home at number two, Mom at number three. <laughs> Uh, some Shang Chi at number four, and some Black Widow last. Yeah, yeah it just didn't work. You're right. It, yeah, it, yeah. I think it would have worked. It. I think if Black Widow comes in in phase two, totally. Oh my god, I totally has, agree. I said the same thing, Tommy. Yeah, it's just it's too real world, and we're we're dealing with universes. We're dealing with magic. We just, just saw her jump off a magic space cliff for the 
final infinity stone and now she's a secret agent again no i'm sorry yeah that was my only in, in the amount of like uh things they cut out and didn't explain like all the stuff with the with uh ross and all the love like, yelena the, though i'm glad yelena's in the mcu so that's like a solid two at. points for me in the movie yeah. <laughs> Yelena's so great he's like you know what i put it back up at one <laughs> same, same with hawkeye same with hawkeye i do like, love uh, hawkeye yeah but so yelena i also bumps it up a lot. people were like you need to see this and this and this i honestly think the only thing you needed to see before this movie was uh WandaVision. I don't even think you needed to see Doctor Strange 1. And I don't think you need to see Spider-Man. Like, the only nope. mention... I will, We didn't talk about this, but and you then do it get was a funny. mention of Spider-Man, and it was cool. Confirmed. He doesn't know Peter Parker. He he said, yeah, I, I did the multiverse stuff with Spider-Man. So I thought that was, in, you know, to get that. But yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, no, it's a, such a... This was such a fun movie. Again, yeah. I, I think we should be... Uh, triumphing the the big swings of this movie. and this is very Marvel's much like first horror movie guys yeah, exactly it, it's kind of like the last jedi of the mcu where like there's some really weird stuff in it but there's also <laughs> really cool stuff in it so um i'm all i'm all about it this yeah is I, I think it's better than dr strange one do i think it's like in the top of, of marvel cinematic films no i think it's middle I think yeah. it's middle, you know, Agreed. maybe a uh, higher middle, but top, it, top middle, 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 yeah. middle of the top middle, middle of the middle, top portion, middle. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. <laughs> top fourth. <laughs> uh, Rizard, um, thank you so much. You got so much going on. I know like you've already done two podcasts today and you're oh, streaming. Yeah. You've been sitting in that chair all day long. So this thank so you true. so much for, for coming on to Star Wars with us. Um, I want to give you the chance to like tell people what you're up to. You're up to a lot. So yeah. uh, let, let us know. Yeah, I got a lot going on. I appreciate that. Um, every Wednesday in the month of May, you can watch me on Netflix, uh, The Circle Season 4. You should check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's already four episodes out. I don't know when this is going to release, actually, so I won't date it. But uh, you can also catch me at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, uh, where me and my good buddy Evan Leon talk about everything animated, uh, movies, TV shows, so uh always a good uh <laughs> that's always a good thing to to uh yeah check that out awesome um tommy i don't we just we just talked yesterday hey uh, so you know what i'm not on netflix but <laughs> you are on quibi <laughs> but i am on yeah I'm on are you <laughs> what <laughs> quibi's not a bad quibi <laughs> but you know what yeah you can catch me on the quibi uh no yeah, we talked I, not much, you know, talking to you guys, hanging out, uh, uh, playing D&D all the time. And uh, catch me on the, the Twitter, Tommy's Tidbits. That's where I'm at, retweeting mostly Star Wars. <laughs> um i gotta i gotta plug uh go go to my twitter at the michael rear one of my more recent tweets um it is free comic book day and the the anthology series that i have oh. taken place in was oh, yeah. released today for free online so if you want to check that out i think there will be hard copies to come as well i don't really know what their plan is with it but uh you can't read it for free now page 112 um yeah check that link and go check it out or or you're not a true stark warrior we'll take your title away i've heard that too that's what i heard word yeah, on the yeah. street all right guys this is a long one i will start to close this out here um i like to remind you guys to rate and review us on itunes and spotify preferably five stars um also please subscribe um tommy we're gonna like i mentioned it before we're gonna have to come up with something we got we got a couple weeks off before kenobi but so excited Ooh. for that um uh, just around the corner there 
Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at StarCoursePod. And you can check our show notes for our merch. And uh, we also have a Discord community. So if that's something you're interested in, you can message us on social media and we will get you in there. Um, but I think that's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Run. <laughs> <laughs> it's over <laughs>